Hello, this is Tracy Schroyer, and I am a breast cancer survivor now. Um, and I'm doing another video as part of the series on my YouTube. And today I'm actually doing a, this is a, as of today and kind of how I'm feeling and everything. It's March 21st, 2020. And I've been doing some videos of trying to catch up of where I am in my um, treatment and my progress and, and all of that from finding out that I had breast cancer um, January 2nd of this year. So this is um, more real time and sharing with you those feelings and um, the experience that I have right now. So I want to tell you last night I was looking through, I'm a member of three different um, cancer Facebook groups and they're private groups. And let me pull this up so I can share the names of those with you. Um, so the first one I'm part of is called breast cancer support. And then there's a dash and it says, I got this with an exclamation point. So it's a private group and it has, I don't know if you can see that it has the, looks like a little keychain um, with the ribbon. The other one I'm part of, um, the second one is called Reconstruction, Putting Your Life Back Together After Cancer. And it has Jen Rosenbaum is the lead for it. You can see her kicking, kicking cancer's butt um, there. Private group also. And then the third one that I'm part of is called Double Mastectomy Discussion and Support Group. And there's, you can't really see it very well, um, but holding hands across there. So uh, I typically go in at least once a day and kind of check through each of these groups and see if I can provide some support, love, uh, my experience uh, to help other people, and then also learning from other people. So if I have a question that comes up, uh, pop it in there or do a search first before I post, post my question and find out what other people's experiences are. So I was looking at it last night and I got really, really angry. And uh, the reason is I found a post and um, I wasn't angry at the person for posting it. I was angry about the situation that they were in. So this person was, um, and just kind of backtrack right now, at this time we have uh, coronavirus is huge and widespread across the world and um, a lot more of it happening within the US now, uh, numbers starting to rise on that, of people um, affected by it and um, diagnosed with it. Um, we had one death in Ohio as of yesterday uh, from the coronavirus. And um, what we're finding is that, um, so I'm still in the process of getting fills in my tissue expanders. And when I talked to my plastic surgeon when I went last week, um, he knew that it was coming that elective surgeries, which uh, reconstruction of taking out your tissue expanders and putting in your implants is considered elective. Even though I appreciated that he says, I get that it's elective, but it's not really considered elective to, you know, people who have or, you know, going through breast cancer um, and surviving that. So he was very heartfelt about that. So a lot of people, including um, a dear friend of mine, have had their surgeries delayed that were going to go in as you know as soon as this, this past week, um, even as of Thursday, to go in and get those swapped out. Um, and for every piece of the cancer journey, it's, you know, it's like one more milestone to complete, one more milestone to get through. To get as close as you can, I guess, to feeling, I don't know if I want to say the normal, but it's your new normal. 
Um, so a lot of personal dependencies kind of rely on those milestones and things that you're even scheduling to do later on. So um, trying to reach those as close as you can is really important. So it's been really, really tough uh, for people who are in that um, place now. And one of the things I did ask my plastic surgeon was, please just tell me, I totally get that, you know, the swap, if that has to be put on hold or whatnot, even in my case, thinking of that, I still have probably a couple months until I get to that point. But thinking about people who have to go in and get their mastectomy um, to get the cancer out. And I said, please tell me those are not being put on hold or, you know, postponed or, or whatnot, because I just can't imagine what would go through the minds of those people, you know, knowing that they have that inside them and having to wait for that surgery. And he said, as far as he knew, those would continue to go on as far as he knew at that point in time, and everything's as of at that point in time, it can change by hour. You know, even our governor in the state of Ohio is coming on every afternoon, every day, um, and giving an update or making an announcement or, you know, different things like that. Um, but as of that time, he felt that if somebody was going in for a mastectomy, they would continue to go and have the mastectomy, and they would continue if they're getting their tissue expanders placed, that that would continue to happen. What I've heard just in the last day from some of these groups, and like I mentioned, things can change hour by hour, is that there are some women who are being told that they can go in for their mastectomy, but cannot have the tissue expanders placed. And they would have to do that at a later point in time, months down the line probably. Um, and one of the reasons I believe, I don't know for certain, but I believe is um, even when I went to schedule my surgery, which I did the double mastectomy with the reconstruction, starting with tissue expanders, is the length of time that the surgery takes. So um, thinking it, of it in the perspective of you're using a ventilator, and in the case of the coronavirus, if those ventilators are needed for something else, taking up that amount of surgery, which is just, it, again, it makes me really, really angry. Um, that women, you know, to have to go through another surgery. I mean, I already know of three, you know, I've been through one, I have two more to go and who knows down the road, you know, if there'll be more added to that. Um, but just to know you'd have to go through another surgery. But what I heard from this woman who posted in one of the groups uh, yesterday was that she got a call and her surgery is not being postponed, but she had breast cancer identified in one of her breasts and she was going to get a double mastectomy, which is what I had decided as well. I had it one, in one breast and decided to do the double mastectomy um, for several reasons. Um, and one thing that they had found even after they did the pathology um, is that I had abnormal cells forming in my left breast, which in my mind kind of validated my decision and, and thinking that, well, if I would have done just a single, which was not on my top list to do, um, unless I absolutely had to, or done a lobectomy, is that, you know, how many years down the road, because could those have formed, could those have formed into um, breast cancer as well and have to go into another surgery? So I elected to do um, the double mastectomy. So this woman had elected this similar in my situation to do the double mastectomy. She got a call from her surgeon that said, uh, so you, the tissue expanders are off the table, can't do those. We'll do those at a later date. And 
um, you can now not do the double mastectomy, but instead I need you to choose whether you want the lumpectomy in the breast that's affected with breast cancer, or if you want to do a single mastectomy and just have the one breast taken. And I just, I was so angry at that because I thought, you know, if I had to make that choice of putting myself in that woman's shoes, you know, the, the different results of that and knowing that if you want to, you know, go and have the other one removed later, and then you're already having to do the tissue expanders and not sure if they can do this together. And then everyone's situations are different as well. So, you know, I even talked to my husband about it and I was like, you know, what is so hard is, you know, what if it's somebody who you know, they're not going to have, they don't know if they'll have insurance late at a later date that they can do that. Um, and what if the doctor decides, like, I mean, there's so many different scenarios that played through my head of, you know, what could happen. So I, I really, really feel for those women that are having to go through, it's hard enough to make the decision of what you're going to do when you're given all these options. But then when they, you know, the surgeon has to come back because of all of this going on in the world and say, you know, these aren't your options anymore. These are your options and maybe, or we could probably do these other things later on. Cause I even, you know, when I had the discussion with my husband, I'm like, what if I would have had to do a single and then go back later on and do, you know, whether it was, you know, a single on the other side or get the tissue expanders placed, just thinking about my recovery so we were even starting to talk about, you know, short-term disability and the recovery and then having to go back into that and, you know, be pulled out of work or, you know, just recovering from that and how long it even took me to kind of get back up on my feet and, and get moving. So a lot of different emotions going through um, just from reading about that scenario. And um, I, my heart goes out to that woman and then to everybody having to make these types of decisions. And again, I completely and totally understand um, the need for the ventilators, the materials, the nurses, all of that kind of stuff because of what's going on in the world today um, with the coronavirus and the, the potential or the actual need for others to leverage that. Um, but it's also a struggle too, because even right now, I know some states are starting to lock down and be more shelter in place where you can only go out if you need uh, groceries or to the pharmacy, or um, I think those are kind of the, the big things or to the bank maybe. Um, and that some people are not heeding that. And to think that there are some people not heeding um, the different restrictions or the recommendations to make sure that you continue to wash your hands, stay clean, and social distancing and all of that kind of stuff. And the, the result of what is happening from not doing that, that, you know, this is spreading to more people and getting out there, that's putting more people, you know, at risk and in the hospital and taking away from, you know, other people that are going through cancer and all the different things, you know, that result from cancer that you have to go through. And like I had talked with my plastic surgeon, it's considered elective, you know, all of the different pieces. And I even read this morning that um, it was stated somewhere that a mastectomy was even considered elective. And elective in the term of um, more of, you know, you're not gonna 
die within the next day or 40, 24, 48 hours, you know, something like that. But um, so anything outside of that was more considered elective. And, um, but it just breaks my heart um, thinking about that. And I try when I see those kinds of scenarios and see people experiencing that, trying to take a moment, put myself in their shoes. And I know it, it may be a little bit easier for me to do that since I've been through, you know, some of what I've been through, but gosh, it's already hard enough um, to make the decisions that you need to make and to go through and the waiting game of, you know, preparing for surgery, going through surgery, doing the recovery, all of that. But to think that you might have to do that several times over because of situations like this, um, it just really, it sucks. It really sucks. So I um, wanted to come and talk a little bit about that today. Um, otherwise, outside of that, I have been staying in. Um, I have upcoming appointments um, as long as they uh, will still be on the calendar, which I believe they are. My husband and I kind of talked about the two I have coming up. Um, I have a plastic surgeon appointment uh, next Friday um, to do another fill. And I know some people in different states are getting those canceled. Um, I think that mine would probably still be on. I go to his practice, um, his separate practice. It's not at a hospital. And unless he ends up closing his office, I think that would be on. Um, if it's not, totally understand. Uh, I'm not where I want to be yet uh, with getting my fills. And I know now, and I've accepted, it took a little bit, but I've accepted that uh, my surgery is not going to be as soon as I might have thought it would be um, because I realize and I accept that when all of this um, calms down, when everything is over with the coronavirus and people are allowed to start going out and they start having these elective surgeries more, that there is going to be a huge backlog of women um, that need to um, get, you know, registered and get, get signed up and get in there for their surgery. So it's going to take me a lot longer, um, to get on the schedule. Um, so that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And I'm just, that's, that's fine. I, I would prefer that those women who had to cancel from this past week, they get on their first thing and they can, you know, start to move on with their lives and, and start to heal and recover. Uh, and then my other appointment is the week after this week. Um, it's actually April 1st. And I go back to my oncologist and start the Lupron shots, which are the ovary suppression. So I'll have my first shot uh, for that. And he had told me that he thought that the side effects typically take a month. A uh, little bit afraid because I've seen um, different, I mean, everybody has a different experience. So I think the two biggest side effects for that that I'm reading as of right now, and I'll know, you know when I start to experience, um, a lot of women have hot flashes, which there are some things to help treat with that, but a lot of them have them regardless. And then the other thing is joint pain. Um, so just your bones aching and, and joint pain. So there are different supplements, vitamins that I can take to help with those, um, as well as he said, if there's different things that he might need to prescribe to help with some of those um, different side effects. So that will be interesting, you know, where that journey takes me. If I do keep those appointments, I am, so I am going back to work, starting back to work uh, full-time on Monday, this coming Monday. And thankfully my organization that I work for is um, has as many people as they can be remote 
And before I went out, you know, I was two days a week at home, three days in the office. Um, so it's not anything new to be at home, but being home five days a week will be definitely new and different. Um, so I'll go back to work Monday. I'm very, very excited to get back into work, uh, get back into everything, um, see what's been going on for the last, um, it'll be just over five weeks uh, that I've been out. And um, I know I have a, probably hundreds of emails uh, to start to sort through, but I welcome that and that um, distraction to start to look through. Um, so I think that's where I am right now. I am um, trying to think if there was anything else, but I think that's it. So um, thinking of everyone uh, in the world for what they're going through and hoping that everyone's staying safe and taking care of themselves. And uh, I will provide another update soon. Thanks. Bye.